Hi, this is Alana. Welcome. I want to talk with you today about tips for making your day dramatically more productive and efficient. So one thing that I want to start with as a disclaimer and a caveat is there's no reason to be more productive just for the sake of being more productive. So if you're already working at a, you know, tip top pace, just keep at it. Maybe you'll glean one or two tips or tricks here that might help you. But again, sometimes we talk about productivity and we treat the goal is to just, you know, work longer hours and tire ourselves out even more. And that's not something that I recommend. I think it's so important to be paying attention to our energy levels, our health, to be getting good rest as well as working hard and all of that. So again, there's no reason to just be more efficient for the sake of being more efficient. But let's say that you are a right at home parent and you're busy taking kids from here to here or doing schoolwork stuff with them or all of the things that we do, or you've got a fast paced job in addition to being an author and you're trying to fit everything in. I'm hopeful that these will give you some ideas for how to have a really, really productive and efficient writing day. So maybe for you, you take one Saturday a month and you get like six hours of nonstop time to write and you find that when you show up for that six hours, it's hard to get into the groove, you get constantly distracted. That's the kind of thing we're talking about. I'm gonna give you some ideas of how to have a super focused um, sprint or even a marathon during a given set time of day and then that leaves you free to relax a little bit afterwards and things like that. So don't feel like everything I tell you, you need to do all of these things every day or you'll just get tired, right? But when you kind of, you want to go into that focused, a focused time, for example, in the Writing Cave Patreon group, we've started 10K Tuesdays where every Tuesday they jump on at the beginning of the day, say, hey, we're going to get 10,000 words written today. Not everybody gets to full 10,000, but they for sure get more than they would have if there wasn't this concentrated effort. So that's what we're talking about. Concentrated work time to get a lot of stuff done at once and how to plan for those concentrated work times so you can be really, really efficient. So tip number one, I think is huge, and that is to plan the night ahead. I'm not saying that you need an elaborate 5,000 word outline for your scenes. Some people, that's how you like to work. And if that works for you, go ahead and do it. But when I'm talking about planning the day ahead, I don't even necessarily mean planning out what you're gonna write. That's for sure part of it. But I think just as important are things like planning when you're gonna start, what you're gonna do first. If you're starting a brand new manuscript, I like to encourage you to get any of the formatting details that tends to take some time done the night before. So you have your title page, you have chapter one, you've got the fonts the way that you like them and things like that. Similarly, you can plan out beforehand things like, what are you gonna eat? What are you gonna drink? What are you gonna do first? Do you have everything on hand that you need? How are you gonna avoid interruptions? So maybe that means the night before, you set up an autoresponder for your email that just says, thanks for being in touch. I'll get back to you after my writing day or something like that. So planning the night ahead uh, logistically, as well as a little bit of mental planning. What you could do is just picture, okay, I'm going to show up to my workspace and what are the steps I'm going to take? This is how really top level athletes get ready for the big event. Think about the gymnast who just as much as they practice the 
physical routine, they practice going through that routine mentally. They practice every single, I don't even know the gymnastic terms, <laughs> every single twirl and twist. And of course, those aren't the words that they would use, but you know what I'm talking about. They picture those in their mind. And so we can do that too. What are you going to do first? And this doesn't necessarily have to only apply to a day when you want a really high word count. Maybe you've got marketing Mondays and Mondays are just when you do all of your admin for the week and you just get it done. So in your case, you could come up with your planner. I'm going to get all my emails finished. My email inbox by the time I'm done is going to have zero unread emails. This is what it's going to look like. These are the emails I'm going to respond to first and even anticipating problems can be a really good technique the night before. So let's go back to the emails. You know that sitting in your inbox is an email that's going to be a pain to respond to. Somebody's mad at you because they think that you blah, 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 whatever. Think through how you're going to respond to that one so that when you show up, you're not tempted to just keep on pushing that back and saying, I'll get to this later. If you're talking about a manuscript, where do you tend to have problems in your manuscript? Is it the beginning, the middle, the end? Is it starting new chapters? Is it switching POVs? And so go through those tiny transition periods. For example, when I was in high school, I was a pretty competitive violinist. And before competitions, the rule was from my teacher, the day of the competition and like the day before, so basically 24 hours before the competition, I wasn't allowed to play the, um, the piece start to finish. The only thing that I was allowed to do, I was allowed to think through it start to finish and encouraged to do that. And I was also allowed to practice the parts where I sometimes would get tripped up. So if I had a really tricky, like three measures, I was allowed to practice that as much as I wanted. And that's something that we can take into our writing life. So think about the tiny transitions that are hard for you, or maybe you know that there's a plot point that you still haven't figured out yet. So you focus on that. These are things you can do to mentally prepare, which is just as important as some of the logistical preparations. Another thing that's great is using a timer. So for however long you've got, set your timer, give yourself parameters because it's really easy. If you've got the entire day, it's very easy to keep putting off important things because you've got all day. If you've only got 45 minutes and you need to get a bunch of stuff done, it's going to happen. So for example, think about cleaning your house. If you have all weekends to tidy up, maybe you do some, <laughs> maybe you work for a total of like 25 minutes. But if you know that in an hour, a guest is coming over and you want the house to be presentable, you're going to do a ton in the hour. And so sometimes, even if we don't have external deadlines and things because as indie authors we get to set our own schedules and things like that and especially if you don't have a pre-order deadline some of you do um, but if you don't it can feel like oh i've got all the time in the world but we can actually give ourselves parameters and say i want to get as much done in this hour as i can and again this can be admin or this can be writing if it's writing i really encourage you to think about it in sprints 30 minutes 50 minutes, 25 minutes, whatever is a comfortable pace for you. Try it as much as you can. And then to take a step back, take a breather, get refueled, get moving. That's going to be so much more effective than trying to just show up to your computer and say, I'm going to work for five hours. Because then you get tired and you're like, well, should I take a break? Should I not? When you're using a timer system, you know when your breaks are coming. And so you know that you need to be working really, really hard. Same thing if you've got a ton of busy work. You can just say, you know what? 
I'm going to see how much busy work I can get done in the next 30 minutes. And then it's just going to be writing for the rest of the day. And I can give you really good incentive to get as much fit into that 30 minutes of time as humanly possible. Another tip, and this doesn't work for everybody, this might work for you, is to be accountable to somebody or to a group of people. That's why our Patreon Writing Cave community on Discord is so encouraging for a lot of people because people will log on and say, all right, today I'm going to get 3,000 words written. And they check in as they go and as they make that progress. And so that can be really, really motivating. Some people rely more on internal motivation. So if you are somebody who you find your motivation coming from yourself, you don't need external deadlines or people cheering you on or someone to be accountable to. In your case, be accountable to yourself. Write out the goal. Tell yourself what you're going to do if you accomplish that goal. Things like that might be more motivating for you if you're more internally motivated. For people who are externally motivated, having this outside accountability can be fabulous. One thing that I like to do when I am able and in a place where there are people doing similar jobs is to have like a work day where we bring our laptops, we get as much busy work done as we can. We do a little bit of visiting, a little bit of socializing, but most of it's just to get done that busy work and let's see how fast we can do it. So maybe you invite like two or three friends, come over, bring your computers and let's do as much busy work as we can in the next hour and a half, right? And so then you've got some external motivation. It's a little less boring and it keeps you focused because everybody else around you is working. So you may as well be too. And it doesn't have to be other authors. I used to have my neighbor come over. She had a photography business and we both had just admin stuff that every so often needed to get done. And it was easy to procrastinate on. So she would come over with her computer. I'd come over with my computer. We'd do our admin stuff. We'd do a little bit of visiting. And it certainly made the time pass more pleasantly than if I had just been, you know, sitting at home trying to get it done myself. And that leads me to my last tip, which is to just be cognizant of your location. Some people really like to take their work somewhere else. I'm this way with busy work. Sometimes my most productive times when I just have a ton of admin things to do are when I take my laptop to the library and just get as much done in an hour or an hour and a half as I can. Then I get to come home and then it keeps my office feeling like it's for the fun stuff. <laughs> my office is for the creative process, for the daydreaming, for the writing, for the plotting. All that you know, nasty, boring, busy work I can do somewhere else. You can even have different locations in your home, right? The tables where you do your busy work and the couches where you do your writing or whatever helps you kind of create some physical distinctions between the type of work you're doing. That can be great. Sometimes what I'll do, I'll take my laptop to the table. It's not as comfortable. The view's not as nice. I don't feel as cozy. And that makes me want to work faster <laughs> to just get done the stuff that I want to get done so I can get back to my nice cozy office. So everybody's going to be different where you like to work and how you like to work, but it's something that you can start thinking and asking yourself, maybe even just moving from one location in the house to another might be enough change of scenery to spark a little bit more productivity and efficient use of time. So I hope that was helpful for you guys and we will talk to you soon.